So, uh, what kind of adventure you gonna be involved in tonight, Homer? Mm, who knows? Maybe I'll have to foil an assassination or stop a peace conference. So they really base that Homer Simpson character on you, huh? Yep, right down to the scarf. Ooh, there it is! Nice beating, Lance. Especially around the eyes. It's... Say, where's your partner? Where's Homer Simpson? Coming, Chief! <laughs> now what have you done, Simpson? I was supervising the Guns for Toys program. It's Toys for Guns! Now you tell me. Simpson! <laughs> hey, what's going on? That guy's not Homer Simpson. He's fat and stupid. Hey, looks like they changed the character into a bumbling sidekick. No, no, he can't be. I know, maybe he's just acting stupid to infiltrate a gang of international idiots. Yeah, that's gotta be it. You destroyed that drug shipment? Yes, indeedy. That was my insulin. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs! Samson! <laughs> Four-finger discount, dude! Welcome to Four-Finger Discount. This week we're here to review Homer to the Max. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Good to be back in the studio once again. Last week we had our Sunday Cruddy Sunday podcast, which we recorded three years ago now. Was that long yeah. ago? Fuck me. February 2017. Where has the time gone? I have no idea. I thought it was like... No wonder I don't remember shit about what I said on that one. I legitimately thought it was earlier this year. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's really lucky that our lives have remained relatively constant. I mean, apart from the fact that you have a kid, but like, I don't know if we referenced our wives or anything like that, but imagine if... You know, one of us had been through a horrific divorce and oh, like no. we'd been really bitter about it. Then all of a sudden there's this three-year-old recording of like, oh, yeah, we had a great weekend away. People well, would be thrown. No one would know what was happening. Nicola wouldn't have even been pregnant at that point, February 2017, no. No, not yeah. unless she was like a, a bear or something. Yeah, pre, uh, um, pre-baby. pre Do bears have long pregnancies? I just threw that out there. Uh, I was like, if I work. say that confidently enough, people will go, yeah, no. Like in, in three weeks' time, someone will be having a conversation at work and they'll be like... You know, I heard bears have two months, two year pregnancies. But that's hibernation. You fool. Yeah. <laughs> Homer to the max. I thought this was a lot of fun up until like the last five minutes. Yeah, I, it I kind of it was, loses its way yeah. a little bit in the end there. Well, um, it, wasn't, was, it wasn't bad. It was just sort of thought, ah, they've run out of ideas. Yeah, so like I, I rewatched, rewatched this on Monday and then was um, flicking through the Frinky Yak and just taking down some notes in that this afternoon and thought, ah, yeah, I can really just skim over a lot of that last few minutes. Um, it, it's. This is probably one of the episodes from season 10 that stood out the most in memory for me. Largely the no one snuggles with Max Power, you strap yourself in and feel the Gs. Mm. I do remember finding that line really, really funny when I was younger. Um, It's funny, actually, I was chatting with a mate of mine who was doing some work at our house, massive, massive Simpsons fan when we were younger. Um, And I threw a quote from this episode out and he just stopped what he was doing and looked at me and went, hmm, that's a newer one for you. (laughs) I was like, you realise it's been 20-something yeah. since. He's like, eh, no, they're still the new ones to me. Yeah. <laughs> season 31. So, what, this is 21 seasons ago. Yeah. Far out. Listen, now, this episode, it's funny you brought that up because this is the episode I can last remember it being spoken about in the schoolyard. 
kids walking around going, oh, yep. oh spaghetti Yeah, yeah, that really caught on massively. Yeah. I remember uh, Josh Beaumont in high school got a lot of free mileage out of saying, oh, oh spaghetti just because a... he slightly resembled the uh, fat okay. version of Homer Simpson on the TV show. For me, it was a kid called Billy Ganley, who I didn't really yeah. like, but then he said that, and I was like, oh, you're a Simpsons fan as well. Yeah, no, I went the other way, where, as in, I'd hear someone say that and get all these massive laughs, and be like, fuck you, man, I've been thrown out. A-grade references for the last six years and you don't get it because you don't pay enough fucking attention. But when a stupid little Britain-style catchphrase comes along, suddenly you think you're king of the Simpsons. Well, not in this school. You've mentioned this before. Uh, No, it was when you liked a movie. Ah, basketball. Basketball, And then everyone else started liking it. Yeah, and they all started liking (laughs) it years later. (sighs) I think I just went to a dumb school. Sounds like it. Or a school that was behind the curve. Several dumb schools. (laughs) But yeah, I I thought the episode of Rollo was, was a lot of fun. Um, just the last five minutes didn't make it a bad episode, but I just sort of thought you could probably just turn it off after he meets Trent Steele. It's not that important after that. No, um, it was just an excuse yeah. for him to go to a party, have a really weird scene with Bill Clinton and Marge. Yeah, that's a problem. It's yeah. a real sticking point in a post Me Too society. Yeah, uh, and and there are a few other like I have nitpicks with the episode. Um, I don't have too many the, at all. Really, not too many, but that scene and it just. Yeah, I mean, I know that you obviously make jokes about Bill being a sex fiend, but mm. man, it got creepy that like Marge couldn't get away. Um, saying it's a law. Yeah, I, I, did, I did like that. You know, I'd change that law if I could, Marge. I really would. <laughs> that was, I, I, I liked that aspect of it. But then the references to the tool shed and the, the winking and the kind of stuff. Um, Marge just kind of got treated as a bit of a sex object mm. throughout this episode in ways that I wasn't cool with. There was um, no repercussions for him talking to her like that. She just no, copped on the chin. Yeah, exactly. And then the Hootie McBoob and Chester LaRue, yeah. which ordinarily in any other episode, I, I'd have got to that and gone, that's just a funny joke between husband and wife. But because it's come on the back of Bill, like just minutes after Bill was just treating her like she was nothing, I was like, it's got a little bit of a... A kind of problem there. And um, also with the Debbie Pinson joke, like how quickly he's gone, yes, I'm still available, pleading to Marge about like, you know, no dating. Oh, So it's like uh, there's three instances there where Marge has just been treated with zero respect yeah. from men and twice by her husband. And yeah, like any one of them probably okay, but when all three added up, it just started to feel a bit icky. I just remember being a kid watching that last scene though and finding those names hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I still laugh now. They're, yeah. still, they're still funny names. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Chesty LaRue is fantastic. Yeah, the- I, I will create Chesty LaRue as a character, like if I'm doing an <laughs> RPG or something like that and you get to choose your own character or create your own character. That's- what were the other ones? Hootie, Hootie McBoob. Hootie McBoob, yeah. Yeah. Chesty LaRue and something yeah. else. I'm pretty yeah, sure I can't remember what the other one was. Let go of those. Yeah. Like it's... Again, yeah, that line there. Let yeah. go of those. Funny if... If none of the other stuff had happened, it was funny. It just predisposed me to be a bit protective of Marge. So then when that happened, I was like, yeah, fucking you stay on your half of the bed, Homer. Yeah, but still, like you got to earn those. That's the kind of gag that, that anyone, like a married man, can just appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> Let go of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a few um, extra meta gags in this, that, like blatant meta gags. So this was another thing. This was the other nitpick. And it's purely off the back of, um, I think it was on Screen Rant, um, did one of those, like, you know. They love their five things. Uh, well, yeah, things. this was 10 things. Yeah. Um, but one of them, like, I, I don't normally click on these articles, but it was actually written more thoughtfully than normal. And it was um, 10 of the worst things the writers have done to the show. Simpsons? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but one of them was about the Simpsons making too many uh, pop culture jokes that you need to be an industry insider to get 
or to make. Okay, yeah. So, and, and what it comes across as is the writers desperate to make smart jokes that they like and that, but it's more that the joke comes out in the writer's voice rather than the character's voice. So, some of the ones that, well, once I read that article, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that did kind of happen. And then suddenly there was a heap of examples of it in this in this episode. So, um, hit me. Uh, there's laugh. Uh, sorry, there's a laughter family that's animated. Networks like animation because they don't have to pay the actors squat. Mm. Now, look, admittedly, Homer did voice a dog character in one episode, but it's that thing of like, does Homer really like that's that's a joke that Dan Castellanata is making, not a joke that Homer is making. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we did have a, a similar kind of thing. Uh, uh, this isn't in regards to voice actors not being paid much, but the whole cartoons don't have to make sense. When Flanders spoke, yeah, but that's not a that's not as much of a insight. I get what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Bart's right. Coincidence joke about Anthony Michael yeah. Hall. Bart's not going to know who Anthony Michael Hall is. No, and and I know again that's nitpicking, but it's like no, that that's 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 not a joke for that character to make. The, fu- the funny thing is they make a joke at Jeremy Piven's expense before pre Entourage. Yeah, that's true. Back then, that was the correct response yeah. to who's Jeremy Piven. Um, and then the other ones that were smaller, but Lisa explaining how producers fiddle with shows all the time, and then Marge coming in with, "Yeah, you're the comic relief." Like Marge, who has well been established, is not really into anything to be explaining the concept of a comic relief character. It's like it just felt really heavy-handed that the writers' voices were coming through the characters rather than yeah. writing for the characters' mm-hmm. voice. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they weren't talking as if they were the character; they were talking yeah. as if it was the person writing for them. Yeah, yeah exactly. I um I I didn't notice it at first, but the fact that you pointed it out, I I probably wouldn't have had I not read the article. It's just that yeah. I read it, and then two days later I watched this episode, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" That's why I try not to read read uh, too many reviews because yeah. I find that my opinion gets not swayed completely, but I'm just it points out things like that, and you go, "Oh yeah, you're right. Maybe it isn't as good as I thought it was." But um yeah anyway, uh but yeah overall good episode, overall fun. Um yeah. like eighty percent good. Yeah. Um, good, 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 clean fun. Um, I really like. I mean, what I loved, I really enjoyed the police cops send up of just trash <laughs> network TV. Like, it's still if you watch a trailer for what was the uh, Lethal Weapon, like the the TV version of Lethal Weapon that they did, and you're like, yeah, this is just police cops stealing 20, a bank, 20, just the actual bank. Yeah, twenty <laughs> years later, they're still doing the exact same shit. Yeah. Uh, sh- TV show that I've s- spoken about in the past, the other, uh, the Good Guys, no. The yes, guys. the good guys. The movie? No, no, no. The, the movie is the other guys. The, the other TV guys. show, the good guys, which only lasted one season. It starred Bradley Whitford and Colin Hanks, and it was a send up of those sorts of t- uh, cop action. Okay. It's fucking hilarious. Okay, cool. Um, really, really, really funny. Um, but yeah, like it, it that they've absolutely nailed and the and in a timeless way the way police shows are made. And I also really enjoyed the send up of them creating the by show. the numbers productions. Yeah. yeah. Police, cops, police cops. <laughs> it was really, really funny. I actually felt good for Homer as well. Like he he shouldn't have become famous. It's absurd the fact that he mm. became famous because it was just someone else's it was his name but on a character. But he took advantage of the situation. He really played it up and he was just giving the people what they want. Yeah. Like even when he got the scarf, oh, there it is. I couldn't say, there was nothing in the research that I came across, but I'd be interested to know if this had ever happened. Surely this would have happened to real life people with the surname Simpson. Yeah. I've never met a Homer in my life. It'd be a Lisa Simpson and a, possibly a Bartholomew Simpson out there. Somewhere. I wouldn't say a Homer Simpson. You never know. In all of the world. 
uh, in all of the couple hundred million Americans, I'm sure there'd be a Homer Simpson somewhere. Would someone ever dare name that kid that now? Like post Simpsons? Oh, it'd be ballsy now. Yeah, yeah I know. Like calling, in it, calling your kid Jesus Michael Jordan. He'd have to get Matt Groening's signature tatted on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what was your favourite moment? Uh, my favourite moment, I think, was in the Police Cops parody. Um, mm-hmm. Well, uh, there I had a couple shout-outs, but catching the bullet and then throwing it back into yeah, him, shooting him. Stuff. Arrest that guy! Yeah. <laughs> I really loved the... Don't confuse daddy, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I was a fan of... Name one thing humanity's done better. Just the the sass in Lisa with the renaissance. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you think of the mailman? Marge's genuine concern for the mailman. Oh, yes. The name. Yes, briefly. That was perfect, Marge. That was yeah. really, really good. Um, and Burns finally getting his name right. Remember his name? Yeah. Mm. From this day forward, your names will be... New names for the episode. What have the patrons sent through this week? Uh, what do we got here? Gerard Harrihill. Giroid? Giroid. Uh, <laughs> the name of the father, which is not too bad. Um, I thought you were referring to his name. That's the name of the father. Oh, no. Giroid. Giroid. <laughs> the name of the father. Kieran Taylor with Rembrandt Q. Einstein or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Spell Max Power. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Homer Simpson, The End of a Chapter from Chris Darby. It's actually a pretty good catchphrase, that. That's mm. the end of that chapter. Oh, it's going to be hard to pass, a, uh, pass over this one from Andrew Parker. Hootie McBoob and the Doughfish. Oh, yeah. 90s reference if I've ever heard yeah, one. Is it ever? <laughs> <laughs> they um, sing Let Her Cry, right? Pardon? They sing Let Her Cry. That's Hootie and the Blowfish, right? Let Her Cry. Let Her Cry. Which is really hard to ever find anywhere. Yeah, like, I don't think they're on any streaming service. Maybe they lost the rights to it or something. At least once every two years, I genuinely think to myself... Yeah, I want to listen to that song. As as I say, at least at most once every two years, I think to myself, I want to listen to that song, and I can never find it. Are you it's sure just, it's not on Spotify? I don't have Spotify, but I've, oh, okay. Like, I Google Music and and just in general, it's a hard song to come across. Uh, and uh, my name was actually stolen by Leith Jones, so mm. I'll uh, give him the credit, but I won't have a submission myself. Maximum Homer Drive. That's the name of an episode two episodes from now. Is it? <laughs> Leith, <laughs> what have you done? So it's not your idea, it's Lee's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the bus. Yeah. How terrible. <laughs> I think it's literally like two or three episodes away. Okay. Well, I better come up with something else. <laughs> don't worry um, you know what's great though? This is this just proves to the listeners that you didn't watch The Simpsons season ten. No. <laughs> Certainly not as religiously. Like I I've I've seen bits and pieces. Um Hmm. Maxploitation. That's even better. There we go. Yeah. Next question. You there, eating the paste. My first question is, how much was the bank manager or owner going to donate to charity? Oh, uh, 40 bucks? Mm-hmm, correct. Uh, what time was All in the Family 1999 going to be airing? As in what time of night? Yep. I'm going to say 8. Uh, 9.30. Nine, no, that late? Mm. Wow. Doesn't seem like a very 9.30-esque kind of show. No. Well, anyway, it's the, fall, the, the fall schedule is a very busy one. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, who stole the cast of oh, we've got another one which city does Homer's fondue ruin oh it's a back reference it's a what reference it's a back reference oh like a callback yeah callback okay. uh, Idaho what'd you say Idaho uh, I thought you said Otto uh, no, no uh, Albany Albany where, where is TV Homer Simpson's pad located oh Malibu Europe. 
Oh, Europe. Just somewhere in Europe. Did you say Europe? Yeah. Oh, okay. And finally, for me, what did Homer want on his monogram besides his full name? Did oh, a, a pirate flag and an exclamation point. Pirate flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wish there was a pirate flag in the next scene, but there wasn't. Would it, oh, that would have been solid. Yeah. Um, my final question is, what page in the paper is the story about Homer? 12. Yeah, yeah I remember that one. It's the Patreon mailbag time. Patreon mailbag, your favourite time of the week. I missed this last week, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, the Patreon mailbag is brought to you by our $20 patrons, David Harrington and Jordan Ritchie. And $5 shout-outs to F. Just one letter, F. F. Yeah. Mr. F. Zach the Ripper and, oh, this is a difficult one. F-I-A-C-H-R-A. Fiacra? Fiacra? Fiatra. Sounds musical. Yeah, it does. Uh, Morgan. Morgan, thank you for being $5 plus patrons. If you want to get access to the Patreon Facebook page, you can just uh, send some questions in for the Patreon mailbag and get your name read out in the show and a bunch of exclusive podcasts. Just patreon.com slash forfinger discount. Beth Anslow writes in. She says, if you were put into witness protection and needed a new identity and name, what would you choose? Again? (laughs) Chesty LaRue would be a hard one to go past, right? Uh, What would I choose? Um... I feel like Ernest. No one's going to be looking for an Ernest. No, but Ernest is going to stick out, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Check this guy out. His name's <laughs> fucking Ernest. Suddenly, you're all over the paper. Yeah. Local man named Ernest, page one. And he can't go as obvious as John Smith, like Mike Jones, maybe? Mm, um, yeah, but it's also an opportunity that you want to be a cool kind of name. Guel Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not a bad option. Um, I'd like to... Henry Hill. Henry Hill. Hill Bottom? No, Henry Hill. Just Henry Just Hill. Just Henry Hill. Sounds like a North. Now, I, I mean, the irony that Henry Hill is the guy from Goodfellas who went into witness protection, yeah. but Henry Hill was his real. I, I would like to go into witness protection, but then take the name of a famous criminal. That's like a gag. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Mockbell. And if they can find you by finding that reference, then they deserve to get you. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that, that, that'd be amazing to get whacked by the wrong guys while you're in witness protection. <laughs> Charlie Wardale says, what is your personal theme song? Um, Personal so, theme song I mean, so not just a song that I like But what would a theme song be? A song that represents you mm. That's a hard one That's a hard one on the spot There's just so many songs to choose from But I can't think of any that represent me <laughs> um, Dennis Leary, Arsehole Yeah, that's pretty good actually <laughs> <laughs> You've nailed it Kind of Mugford Which character do you wish you shared a name with? Miguel Sanchez Um <laughs> Uh, which character would I like to share a name? Okay, so you're going to be famous for sharing that that character's name. People are going to want to want okay. you to act out what that character does. So you've got to okay. be careful about this. You don't choice. want to be Gumble because you have the burp on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want that. Does it have to be a Simpsons character or any character? Oh, it doesn't specify. Character, but I'm assuming he means Simpsons. No, well, I'm just going to go with. Met Lenny. You're just going to go ah for photos. Uh, yeah, just tell people. But Lenny, does Lenny have a last name? He would, but then people would throw things in so, your eye all the time. Like, you can't just be Lenny. <laughs> You'd be eating dinner pudding, just constantly hitting <laughs> you in the eye. <laughs> claim that that's named after someone. Sarah right. Connor. Sarah Connor. Yeah. I would yeah. just like to have the procession of people arriving at my door wanting to shoot me. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a couple more here. Elise Rose says, what is your signature item of clothing? For me, it's just geek shirts, I guess. Pop culture reference shirts. Mm. Um, you don't really have it. Glasses, I guess. Now your little flap cap. No, I got my little flat cap. Flat cap, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, 
I've, you know how I've lost weight? I think I must have lost some weight from my head because the flat cap doesn't fit as well anymore. You just I've cut your to, hair shorter now, I think. Yeah, maybe it's that. Your hair I've, used to be a lot buffier. Yeah, I've got to get a new flat cap. I tried to make the flat cap a thing. Didn't really become a thing. I think it lasted one episode. <laughs> we were filming it. It was Mr. Plow. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, th- I feel like you wore it at the golf one day and they... Gave you shit for it. You never never bought it out again. Accessories that are stupidly expensive for the wage that I earn. Yeah. So like a Tag Heuer watch that I... Like, I don't big note myself for it. By It's not like I walk around going, hey, check out my watch. But it was a thing of like when I was 19, I was like, fuck it. I really want that watch. That looks, that looks just amazing in the window and I'll put it on a credit card. Uh, or, you know, like sunglasses that I see on an episode of Entourage some eight years after they were in stores and spend nine months scouring the internet to try to find somewhere that still stocks them and sells them just to have it because it's a kind of... Just because I I like wearing sunglasses that I'm not going to see everywhere else because in Australia, there are two brands of sunglasses. Have you there's, heard this? Well, <laughs> and there's, Oakleys. There's Oakleys and Ray-Bans. Yeah. And that's all anyone wears anymore. Yeah. And then occasionally at a funeral, you'll see someone wearing a black pair of Arnett's. Mm. That, that's it. So I... I can't buy those brands because I hate the idea of bumping into someone else and they're just wearing the same, the same fucking Ray-Ban Club Marinas that yeah. everyone else is wearing. Ginger's our listener. Ginger, her husband at work wears a little John Lennon glasses, little oh, round ones. Oh, yeah, right. He rocks them too. Suits him. Nice. <laughs> uh, and final question. Jordan Lewis, he says, did it bother you? Oh, this is more about the episode. So, did it bother you that Homer got all his publicity fame from all of Springfield just because he had the same name as a character. Not as much as it bothered me when Jordan Lewis signed with Melbourne. Started wearing a wig. Uh, he says he literally didn't do anything. I guess I'm starting to watch these episodes like Mitch does. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Become one of me. Um, you just have to accept it for the sake of the episode. I feel like this would ha- this could happen in, in a small, small town. town. Yep. Yeah. That in a, a small isolated community, the only thing here is you need to... Oh, well, they, well, they don't have many celebrities. So, yeah, like they would hang on or cling to something like this. I, I, I could see it happening. And But then the show's just filmed in Springfield anyway, apparently. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's, that's the problem far. when things are like really famous, like but they still it's all within Springfield. It's though. all isolated in that yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I, I could feel like the novelty this would be story of the week in a small town somewhere hmm. and yeah. I don't I don't quite see it to be the point <laughs> where forty people are converging on him in a shopping centre. No. But still this is the thing, though. The Geelong advertiser today. Did you see what was on the front page? No. <laughs> a picture. Is it my wife? Because she's been in there quite a lot lately. A, 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 like a, a really bad quality picture from someone who must have been like staying at a hotel above the ice cream parlor or whatever. Oh, yeah. Of Elton John walking into a... Uh, oh, no. I did read a thing. So, I saw a headline. I didn't see this on the paper, but I saw a headline page, as I was scanning page. through. The headline for Geelong. Cause Elton John played Day on the Green down here um, over the weekend. Yeah. The headline, lead story, Elton John buys ice cream in Port Arlington. I know. <laughs> like, fuck me. That was the front page news. Yeah. Slow day. Holy Christmas. What else did... There's, what, is there not a Geelong footballer out there you could do a story about? Didn't Elton John <laughs> eat anything else in the last four <laughs> days? And the, Some people are claiming the picture, not even Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, that'd be fantastic. It would be the greatest story of all like, time. Yeah. Uh, then he's famous. But who <laughs> who takes a photo of it? Like, okay, so I can maybe buy... Oh, shit, that's Elton John. I'll get my camera out. The Addy paid money for this, I bet you. Well, that's the thing. Someone has then gone, oh, I've got this photo of Elton John eating an ice cream. It's probably newsworthy. Yeah. What the fuck, man? 
Who takes a photo of it? I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Like, there's no photos of Elton John in existence. Just There'd be at least a billion photos of Elton John in existence. Minimum. <laughs> at least. <laughs> just before we get into the episode two, it really shit me because um, you played in Geelong, so my entire Facebook feed was just filled with people who went to see Elton John, mm. right? And any footage I saw was just people doing this with their phones, holding it up, watching it through the phones. Yeah. And I was like, that's Elton John. His last time he's probably ever going to play in Australia. Yeah, like, put your in phone Geelong. down. Put your I'm going to see him down. this weekend at Rod Laver. Okay. Uh, I saw him like four or five years ago, Nicola. Yeah. At least at Rod Laver, the concerts I've been to there, people tend to be less phonesy. Um, but yeah, guys. Well, it's not drunken yahoos, that's why. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. But just uh, kills me. When we went to see him about four years ago, he played um, your song right at the end or near the end. Mm-hmm. Nicola and I had floor seats. Have you got floor seats? Uh, I think we do. Okay, well, yeah. what we did was we just got out of our chairs and walked right up to the front. The security guard just let us stand there right against the rail. He, spoke, he sang about 10 metres from us. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, towards the end of the gig, if you're going with Ash, I'm assuming. No, I'm going with Tom. But that's going to be better. <laughs> Go up there and embrace. Just, I'll probably be allowed on the stage just, if Tom and I are holding hands. Just just, just, yeah, okay. <laughs> just, just walk up there and yeah. see what happens. It's yeah, worth okay. it. okay. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, I, one thing that I have noticed um, is, you know, setlist.fm, that website that we're... Yeah, they tell yeah. You, don't look at it because it ruins the gig. I don't mind it as much. In uh, It depends on the artist for me. If I'm yeah. going to see someone that I don't know very well, I like to get an idea mm. of what songs are coming up. Because, like, I, I mean, I know probably 10 or 15 songs very well, but I'm like, it's going to be playing 25. So there's a lot there that I don't know. Um, so, I, But it's been the same sh- same set list for every show yeah. in the Australian legs. So he's just sort of knocking out that very professional style to it. There's no improv. You, you, you'll appreciate this. Too. After every song, he does this. Oh, that's great! <laughs> just a little, obviously, just just yeah, marginally, just, just a little, no, a little. Every song, every that's song, so good. <laughs> oh man! Now when he does it, you'll laugh your head off every time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get into uh, Max. What is it? Home into the Max. Home into the Max. <laughs> the original air date was when February seventh, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, the only person who did guest star was Ed Begley Jr. Apparently, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I see. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, Woody Harrelson didn't talk. He was just there. Mm. But he did do a cameo when they did the Cheers parody, though. That was yeah, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. But anyway, um, and the chalkboard gag, no one wants to hear. Did you notice that Brian that? Grazer appeared to be at that party as well? Yeah, he, it was. And it was, the, was same, the same design as him from the... Um, from a couple episodes. When he Bishop on a star. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the chalk gag is no one wants to hear about my... I don't know what this word is. I'm going to sound silly. S-C-I-A-T-I-C-A. Scarsha? Sciatica? Oh, sciatica. Yeah. That's just a weird word to spell and read it out. <laughs> <laughs> I would never think that's how I thought. I think sciatica would be PSY. Just. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, anyway. And the couch gag was Marge is uh, hanging the family out like laundry on the clothesline. The episode kicks off with the mid season being 200 seconds away. Mm-hmm. Remember when this, like, this you know what this reminds me of is uh, every summer in Australia, around about the third or fourth test, yeah. when all of the commentators have to start plugging whatever piece of shit show Australia has bought from America. Yeah, when, yeah. It, when it's like the last two matches of the Australian Open. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, like a couple of years ago, a classic example of this was uh, Revenge. That oh, was, God, yeah. yeah. I remember a couple of years ago as well, was, remember that show V? It would have been maybe a decade yes. ago. Yeah, yeah. V, like yeah. little alien spaceship. It's the like, hot new hit of the summer. Yeah. Like, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's been out for, never, six, out for six months in the States. It's not a hit. Never put anything good on in the summer in Australia. No. Ever. But um, yeah, but it was still, still a little bit nostalgic for me because remember when you used to gather around the TV and watch things as a family because if you didn't, you'd missed it. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was an event to watch something on TV. Like when's the last time you can remember watching something knowing that 
everyone else you know was watching it at the same time, besides a sporting besides event. Besides a sporting event. Seinfeld finale? That long ago, yeah. It's... Uh, That'd be the last one that I really remember being hooked into. I think into. maybe like the Friends finale. Maybe 24. Um, 24 didn't have that same event, but like event feel, but that was definitely a thing where like I had to be watching it live to, to keep up with it and a real feeling of like, fuck, I can't miss 24. Hmm. Like, it was a big deal. When yeah, it first came particularly out, yeah. because 24 tells a long story of it. Like anything that had a season arc, I guess, where you're like, well, if I fucking miss an episode, then I'm fucked. Yeah. I've got to wait eight months for DVDs to come out. You know, never watched an episode of 24. Not really. But one of those shows I always want to get into. Genuinely, everyone, everyone um, particularly the first few seasons. I like, think it's a bit wacky well, towards the end. but It, it is, but you, you can embrace the wackiness towards the end about okay. the fact that they just go, hey, fuck logic. We're going to do whatever we mm-hmm. can to keep the story alive. John Wick. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, whereas the, op- the opening, um, I mean, there are still moments of mm, fuck logic, but... Uh, the, the first few seasons are rolled gold. And Kiefer is really, really good. The Simpsons parody of 24, I think mm. it's called 19. Or 22 minutes, 22, 22 minutes. Yeah. 24, no, 24 minutes. Still called, yeah. 24 minutes, I think it's called. Yeah, it's really, really good from like yeah. season 16, I think yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so the mid-season is about to start. Homer's very, very excited. Um, you get the All in the Family parody and whatnot. That's you don't know that show, do you? Never seen a minute. That's of where all the, in the those family. were the days. That's, oh, that's the right, intro to right, that. Right. Yeah. So the Homer and Marge singing that was a direct parody of him and his wife yep. singing that in the intro. That's also the show that had um oh his name escapes me um Sammy Davis Jr. I think it is um kissing the no, the the overweight typical white American guy. Okay. So a, a black man kissing a white man on TV was a big deal. Yeah, right. right. Kissed him on the lips and everything. So yeah. that's what All in the Family was very famous for. Yeah, okay. That scene. Yeah, yeah. And now mid-season kicks off with Admiral Baby. <laughs> We're taking the entire 6th Fleet to Candy Island? Those are the Admiral's orders. <laughs> Admiral Baby. Premise terrible, delivery worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something that Rob Schneider would be in. Rob Schneider is the Admiral. He'd be the voice of the baby. But he's a baby. <laughs> you can do it. Uh, he discovers police cops. Homer discovers police cops and now he hasn't given up. I like the way he's... What was that actually? Okay, so the way they're flicking through and they find police cops. What was the last TV show you found by mistake? pre-Netflix, pre-streaming era, where you're just turning, flicking through and you go, oh, what is this? Community. Yeah, right. Okay, what was, what station edge? Channel 7. Okay. It was really late at night. Yeah, Yeah. right. So for me, Arrested Development was that exact same thing. Similar kind of vibe, yeah. um, Six or seven episodes into the first season and I was scanning TV and I just caught the opening credits and it it was as simple enough for me to go, the fuck is that Ron Howard? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I was like, it, it is Ron Howard. And then watched the first little bit and it just felt so unlike any other show that I was like, oh, I'm going to stick around for this. I don't and remember the, even being on free-to-air television. Yeah, again, seven late at night. The other one, uh, the last one, after Have You Been Paying Attention, they played this um, sort of Colin Hanks starring or not starring it's an ensemble cast but it's like a sitcom but it's not and Colin Hanks is in it and I don't know it. what it was called Colin Hanks sitcom um, yeah it's something that he would have done within the last few years Life in Pieces that's the one okay it was kind of Three like a series of, 2015 kind of like a series of vignettes and it was 
95% like this show. Very, it, very funny. But yeah, like it's a kind of, it's a feeling that you don't get anymore very often where you stumble onto something on TV. And mostly these days you go looking for it in the recommended yeah. for you section. And because we have so much variety and it's just there to access, if we don't like something within five minutes, we're on to the next thing. You can also discover, like you can research everything. So yeah. watching a show that's an unknown quantity is a rare feeling these days as yeah. well. Because you go, oh, this is on Netflix. I wonder what this is. Look into synopsis and watch a trailer and... and Look up the IMDb ratings. Yeah, and- read a few spoiler-free <laughs> reviews and go, oh, yeah, I'll watch this. As opposed to just... Oh, shit. Colin Hanks, what's this? I've found recently, though, I've just gone into Netflix or Stan or whatever and gone, that looks good. I'm going to check it out. I'll you know get- what they need is an I'm feeling lucky button. Yeah, like a randomizer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it could lead to like some boring National Geographic documentary that, or something. That's the part of the randomizer. Yeah, I guess so. Like Spotify's random. Yeah. If Wikipedia can do it, surely Netflix can do it. Yeah. I hate how Netflix always tries to tell you what you like. Yeah, me too. Like, you you should watch this, no, but I want to watch. Want to keep watching that one? It's amazing how much Netflix thinks I uh, I like and I'm really well suited to their original content. Yeah, Ozark <laughs> and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. But anyway, so he is in love with police cops, and who wouldn't be? It's just fantastic. Um. I just love how they were stealing the bank, and they'll break into it later. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> if you get away with that, that's a genius idea. Oh, spend 100%. as much time as you want trying to get into the vault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's book him and roll. And that's the end of that chapter. You men saved my bank. <laughs> I'd like to donate $40 to charity in your honor. But uh, I don't know your names. Lance Kaufman. Simpson. Detective Homer Simpson. <gasps> He's named like my name. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, Homer. You're a millionaire and you've got all the babes you want. Why aren't you living it up in your palace in Europe? Well, let's just say I hate crime. <laughs> Arrest that guy. And that's the end of that chapter. Wow. They've captured my personality perfectly. Did you see the way Daddy caught that bullet? That's not really you, Dad. He's just a fictional character who happens to have the same name. Don't confuse Daddy, Lisa. Homer's response. <gasps> His name's like my name. Yeah. <laughs> that always just stuck with me. I just always thought I was just Shades hilarious. of Mr. Sparkle in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the pen. I just always loved that. And then it's just a coincidence, Dad. Don't confuse Daddy, Lisa. Yeah. Homer then starts getting phone calls from people who want to congratulate him on having a famous name. Apparently, everyone was watching Police Cops. Um, mm. And uh, Debbie Pinson. Now, you, you mentioned before, it is kind of shit for Homer to go, yes, I am still available. Like, what? That's, yeah. It's like, that doesn't seem right at all. Like, mm. Even the character of Homer wouldn't do that. No. Not no. right next to Marge. No. Not that instantly. <laughs> exactly. Maybe after several drinks. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. You know, and some irresistible meetings in elevators or uh, several country love songs. Country love songs, yeah. Or she gets the, uh, the things from the bottom. Is it the nuts? <laughs> the ones at the bottom. Then he's at work and he's got his article on page 12. Down the bottom, just a little bit. So it's not too crazy, but still. Yeah, um, it feels it, about right. Page yeah, 12, page down the 12. bottom. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. good for a novelty local story. Hey, Homer, Homer, check it out. Bottom of page 12. Local man has same name. A TV character has the same name as Springfield resident Homer Simpson. Hey, you're famous. And that's the end of that chapter. Wow. <laughs> hey, Mr. Simpson, sir, can I get your autograph? All right, and what's the name? 
Uh, Homer, we worked together for 10 years. It's Carl. You only wrote my name. Um, I wanted yours. Take it or leave it, Carl. And then they're watching police cops at Moe's, and he's got his own scarf. Moe oh. here. Oh, there it is. There it is. That that yeah, that was amazing. That's why I said at the start, like that's my favorite moment when he's just he's just committed to this and everyone just appreciates it. He's yeah. just giving the fans what they want. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a man of the people. Um but unfortunately they've now turned Homer into an idiot on the show, haven't they? Mm-hmm. And everyone starts laughing at him. And we get the uh oh spaghettios um reference and everything. And um yeah, it just goes to shit for Homer from here on in. It may- <laughs> like it's a it's a decision that um you know what bugged me about it is I would have liked to have watched a police cop spin-off in the original format. Mm. But then when they make Homer a bumbling idiot, it, it almost turns into like a police academy every, type thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm less interested in this show now. I remember growing up though, not uh, not liking the fact that I'm like, oh, as if they'd changed the character after one episode. But then, like as Lisa says, that was the pilot. Yeah. So, yeah, it actually that is makes what perfect sense. But it annoys me that the show becomes more popular when it's it becomes inferior in my eyes. That's, like, that's no, what, I like that's better. what happens so often though. Uh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I liked it better when uh it was played a bit straighter. Yeah. Um and it, but the original police cops, it was almost like the guy knew how bad the show was. Mm. That was the charm of it. Like it yeah. knew it was taking the piss out of itself. I kind of feel bad for Homer here as well. Like everyone just starts picking on him. He's done nothing wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know, good with the bad. If you want to try to claim being cool and suave for not having done anything, you can't then hide from the fact that people are going to think you're an idiot when you haven't done anything. Yeah. I did appreciate Carl's, what an exit. Or was, or was that yeah. Lenny? One of them. Oh, one of them. <laughs> yeah, he ain't doing no one, guys. We come back and Homer just doesn't understand. Like, why would they do that? And he's he's, he's still wearing his scarf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought the gag here where he says, I wish I didn't buy a hundred of these. Just fell a bit flat. It's like they cut away from it so quickly. Mm. I don't know. Just, I felt like there was more they could have done with that. Yeah, possibly. And it seems like there was more than 100 scarves in like five boxes. That's, a, yeah, that's an interesting question, actually. How many scarves fit How many scarves box? do you get in the box? So, right in, guys. Yeah. Someone <laughs> out there. Who packs scarves? Um, everyone's watching Homer at work. AFL membership uh, <laughs> coordinators. No, yeah. I remember this, um, this being used for a Donald Trump meme. When now... Pay attention, everybody. He's about, no, he's about to, to do, do something, something stupid. stupid. <laughs> that meme went viral. <laughs> and Homer's just saying, don't take the piss out of me. Mm. I have my You're right. You're confusing me with a TV character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A fictional TV he's, character. He's now trying to distance himself. Now, my fondue character. is ready. That's pretty great. <laughs> uh, I'd love to have some fondue at work. And then I love that Carl's now quoting the show. Like, oh, spaghetti. So that's now like become a catchphrase. Mm. Yeah. I can't remember. When was the last time the show had a catchphrase that stuck in... Like, people said it all the time. Uh, computer says no. It's the... Yeah. Is one that jumps out at me. Does canned laughter count as a catchphrase? Because no. that was that was the Big Bang Theory's yeah, yeah, biggest yeah. catchphrase. Oh, they they said bazinga, didn't they? Ah, uh, yeah, but that's that, right. But that no, on. no one says bazinga though. No like, one says it, but they wore t-shirts with it. Yeah, yeah, which it, counts. A it was bit. a catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. But I can't remember the last time people had a catchphrase like "How you doing?" Yeah. yeah. Now, well, as I said, "Computer says no" from Little Britain was said a lot. Hmm. Um, for Australian commercials, it was not Happy Jan. Yeah. Yep. Fake news. Can you count that as a catchphrase? What about um? What did Charlie Sheen say? Uh, um, winning. What didn't he say? Winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Winning something about tiger blood. Yeah, yeah. Man, that guy wasted a lot of money. He could have made so much. Well, he uh, did make so much. 
He did. spent he could, so much. He as could well. have made more. It all went to Ashton Kutcher. So now the whole town's just laughing at Homer. It seems a little ridiculous when you look back on it. I guess everyone's now pointing and laughing at Homer in the street, and he has to mm-hmm. like hide his face. Like, come on, it'd be pretty brutal. The, the only thing that annoys me about these kind of stories is, and I know you got to watch each episode in its own vacuum, mm-hmm. but when all of a sudden Wiggum doesn't know who he is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a really mo- weird moment here too. Go back and watch it. Right when Homer's when Homer and Marge are talking about Maggie having a forehead on fire, and everyone's laughing in the background. It's like they forgot to animate a poo. He's just sitting there like this. Oh, really? Yeah, just frozen with his mouth just wide open. Just with his mouth wide it open. It looks so bizarre. Yeah, and once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. See if you can freaky act it as well. Type forehead on fire and see if you can see a poo in the background. It is just... It's... I'm just going to have to go frame by frame for poo not moving. <laughs> no, but it's, he's on the screen for like five, ten seconds. It feels really redundant to do this. But... <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so... Wiggum does the dumb cop thing, which we've seen plenty of times before. Similar to, remember the Simpsons movie when he shoots his hat? He yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Um, everyone wants to, but the thing is, they're laughing at him, but then they still want him to record voicemails for them and to get a photo with them and stuff. Mm. Like, why are you laughing at him and then wanting a piece of him? But anyway, also, Josh, the nephew, kicking Homer in the guts. Kind of cruel. A kick in the stomach is never fun. Yeah. You found it? Uh, I've got to a bit where they're laughing. I'm just trying to find where a poo is. It was like top right-hand side of the screen. Yeah, okay. It they're, is. they're walking past a crowd. Yeah, he's right near the end. All good? Yeah, I'm going to make a gif of a poo not... You, you can continue oh, oh, talking. Oh, oh, I, thought you, I thought you were going to show me something. I'm sitting here watching Mitch. I'm like, is he texting somebody? What's no. happened? I was like, what? <laughs> I was sitting here going, why is Dando being so quiet? Um, so Homer's now become a hermit asking Bart to kill cats and he's just become very, very... um, What's the word? Paranoid? Paranoid. Very, 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 very paranoid. His little jacket that he's wearing and stuff like that. Um, Marge suggested he goes and talk to the show's creators because that's just something that any Joe Schmo can just do. Just mm-hmm. go to the TV station and talk to him. Tells Marge to keep an eye on that kid. So he goes to talk to the producers, and this was a great send-up of just people who, like, just the suits at TV stations. I mean, they get a bad rap, and they do yeah. dish out some shit, but they've got to know what they're doing a little bit, right? They can't all be morons. Yeah. They can't all be morons. No. It's, it's The thing is, when you watch shows, or you watch documentaries like the ones about Seinfeld, and you see the stations that pass it up, and you see that one, there's always that one guy at the station that's just like, that's going to be a hit. And if it wasn't for that one guy, Seinfeld wouldn't have existed. Yeah, that's true. And when you watch movie documentaries, there's always that one guy, and thanks to this one man at 20th Century Fox, Star Wars was born. Like, yeah. There's always a flurry of fools, but there's always one genius amongst them all that saves the day. Mm. Anyway, that's usually the story they play up. In this scene, that genius is the cactus. Um, <laughs> I've made a gif of what you were just How talking about with it? the poo. The thing is, no one's animated. It's just that a poo happens to have the weirdest what? face, but... No one is moving in that scene. Oh, okay. It's just called to the poo's face the whole time. Yeah. I was like, that is so weird. Ralph Wiggum's eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's actually more well, unnerving. The thing is, it's because they were moving. And as soon as Homer starts talking, everyone stops. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. But, but Apu, the entire time, wasn't moving. The, uh, just as a little side note, there's an ad for Assassin's Shoes in the background really? there. Really? Yeah. Huh. Join the conspiracy. A little side gag never noticed. So he goes to talk to the producers. It's just fantastic. So, I just want to know, how come you made your Homer Simpson character so... Stupid? <laughs> well, I can assure you it happened organically. It better have. The 13 of us began with a singular vision. Titanic meets Fraser. But then we found out that ABC had a similar project in development with Annie Potts and Jeremy Piven. Who's Jeremy Piven? We don't know. But it scared the hell out of us, so we slapped together a cop show instead. Police cops. Uh, no, actually, it was called Badge Patrol. 
But the network idiots didn't want to show about high-tech badges that shoot laser beams. So we asked ourselves, who's behind the badge? Police? Cops? Police cops. Yeah, but why does the Homer Simpson character have to be so stupid? Oh, he's not stupid. He's a street-smart fish out of water in a world he never made. I'm begging you. I'm a human being. Let me have my dignity back. Mm -hmm. oh! We're going to do a show, Titanic meets Frasier. <laughs> but that was already being done. The cactus gag, bit of visual humor. That, that, that was something that always stuck in my head from a kid, like yeah. one of those visuals. But yeah, and they go back to it a little bit later. Hobart then decides to, uh, to sue the show because they copy him. What he said, what is it? Let me have my dignity back. It's actually a similar gag to uh, the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie show. When yeah, he, when where he has a little leads and then it turns you into... You think yeah. it's going to be something and it's not. Um, sues them for $20 million. That does not work Just at all. Just instant. Court <laughs> finds in favour of Police Squad. <laughs> police cops, please. Police Squad's sorry, a good show. The Police Squad is a good show. <laughs> and he changes his name. Then I'd like to legally change my name. What name would you prefer? Any of these will be fine. Hmm. Hercules Rockefeller. Rembrandt Q. Einstein. Handsome be wonderful. I'm going to give you the only name you spelled correctly. From this day forward, your name shall be... Max Power? Dynamic, isn't it? I love it, Max. The family are all unhappy. Marge... Oh, Marge references a tattoo here on her. Mm. Now, what's it on? Well, presumably, but you think, but you don't know though. Could be her left breast. Could be her mons pubis. Her what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Anyway, we'll leave that to the listeners to decide where the tattoo is. Um. And we get the the classic quote. But I fell in love with Homer Simpson. I don't want to snuggle with Max Power. Nobody snuggles with Max Power. You strap yourself in and feel the G's. Oh, Lord. And it doesn't stop in the bedroom. Oh, no. I'm taking charge. Kids, there's three ways to do things. The right way, the wrong way, and the max power way. Isn't that the wrong way? Yeah, but faster. Ow! We should really put that in the corner. Goes to get a monogram, and this is where he meets, uh, meets Trent Steele. And this is where, like I said, I think the show sort of falls off. doesn't fall off a cliff, but it doesn't it's just fall off a cliff. It's directionless. Just, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like Homer Simpson and Kidney Trouble. A little bit. Yeah. Last five minutes, you're just like, eh. I did love that. Do you like tie? Tie, good. You like shirt? <laughs> yeah. It's not too bad. <laughs> that uh, is pretty funny. I I did like the fact that, like, kind of yuppie culture and that sort of thing of just zero substance at all is enough to impress Trent Steele. Yeah, I guess so. I also like that Trent Steele also has got a good name himself. It's very strong. Yeah. Trent's a pretty strong name as well. Yeah, it is. Like, you don't fuck with a Trent. Oh, but then we get Trent from Punchbowl. Yeah, but would you fuck with him? Huh? I'd be backing away slowly from Trent from yeah. Punchbowl. <laughs> but as we discussed at the start of the podcast... Should we point out we have a guest? Oh, uh, we do. We have yeah. a guest, Mr. Guy Davis. Should we plug in a mic? Nah. Him? Fuck him. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Is he need to do the next uh, Mandalorian podcast and yep. some other stuff. But um, yeah, we'll get to that. But anyways, we'll wrap this one up. So the last five, ten minutes are pretty... Not even 10 minutes, last five minutes are pretty lame, in my opinion. He goes to the party, sees Clinton, sees Lord Michaels. He tries to ignore him. What was it with that? I don't get oh, it. Oh, well, yeah. What is with that? Why yeah. would Homer not want to hang out with Lord Michaels? I, Why would anyone not want to hang out with Lord Michaels? I thought he was a pretty powerful Lord man. Lord Michaels makes careers. Yeah, yeah. He breaks careers. Yeah, he does. Um, but anyway, so yeah, the, the party, there wasn't much really to talk about besides the Clinton thing, mm -hmm. which was kind of awkward. 
Um, Homer impresses them and then Trent loses Homer when he says that they're all going to go try and save the environment. The boo get a haircut. That was pretty iconic. I remember that a lot. Yeah. But for some reason, I thought that was when Krusty was doing the stand-up. Oh, okay. When yeah, he, right. When he changed his thing. Boo yeah. get a haircut. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so I, go- I, I was... A, um, like, I mean, it's kind of... Uh, Homer getting dragged into protesting and that sort of thing. He's absolute like, eh, what are you doing? Why are you yeah. making me do stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. That, was, that was kind of fun panic. Um, Marge does get one really good line. In when they're tied to the tree, um, which was the worst party ever. Oh, I don't know. What about that New Year's Eve party at yeah. Lenny's? He didn't even have a clock. Yeah, yeah. I love that they didn't cut away to that because it just leaves you to imagine how sad a New Year's <laughs> Eve party without a clock <laughs> might be. Just no one had confusion. a watch. Yeah, no yeah. one would know when to get excited. Um, Homer basically runs away from the cops and in doing so ruins the day. Or it's it, it's so cliche. Every mm. tree hits each other like a domino. They all fall over. Um, anyway, and they no longer like Homer, and he changes his name back, but in the process, he decided to change Marge's name. Oh, I almost forgot. While I was at the courthouse, I had them change your name. To what? Chesty LaRue. Chesty LaRue? Just try it for two weeks. If you're not completely satisfied, you can be Busty St. Clair. I don't want to be Chesty LaRue or Busty St. Clair. Fine, Hootie McBoob it is. Good night, Homer. Sleep tight, Hootie. Let go of those. <laughs> so all in all, it was a pretty, it was a really funny episode. Just the last five minutes dragged a bit for me. It wasn't. I wouldn't even say dragged. It just it was just it, nothing. It, yeah, it just loses. It's one of those episodes where it it sort of starts out with a, um, you know, point A leads to point B type deal. And then suddenly we're just like, you get to the end and you're like, hang on, how the fuck did we get here? Yeah. You can get to the moment where he gets the monograms made and it's cut to... Homer decides to change name back for whatever reason, and then the last scene, that's it. Yeah, would pretty be, much. Would be no different. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Uh, the, the name maketh the man. I learned that I really want to see a pirate flag on a monogram. Like, if I'm ever going to get sure, a monogram, I'm going to get a pirate flag. I'm sure there would be businesses out there that would cater to that need. How many exclamation points would be too many, though? If it was your name? I think you've just asked a question that doesn't have an answer. Jamal! <laughs> Jamal is here! Ooh! Mailbag time. What do we got, Mitch? Uh, can you open it up? Because I don't have my laptop here. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. I know oh. that there's a bunch in there. What, wait, what well, are you looking down at? Your phone? My phone. Oh, I thought you were looking at your laptop. I'm like, you've got a no. really small laptop. This no. one's tiny. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to open it up. Hang on. Give me a chance to log in. Uh, tell right. you, you've got a story, haven't you? I do have a story. So, uh, this is a story of how I uh, very nearly became, um, I was going to say the victim, but realistically the perpetrator of uh, like a kind how of- How do you have a victim to perpetrator? Like, is it, I guess it's sexual harassment. You but perpetrated sexual harassment. I didn't, but I very nearly did in in a completely innocent, wholehearted, wholesome way. And Guy, Guy Davis can be the uh, independent arbiter. He's looking at Mitch going, yeah. I'm not too sure about this. Yeah, no, he's already judged. <laughs> judged and, uh, <laughs> that might have been off mic, but Weinstein all over his face is... Um, not the... <laughs> <laughs> quite a few people had Weinstein all over their face. Continue. There was a desk shuffle at work, and uh, so long story. It's not even a long story; it's a short story. Desk shuffle at work, and a girl named Elise um, ended up sitting behind where I sit. Now, Elise has a really quite lovely photo on her wallpaper of a border collie. Um, her border collie, like it's a it's a blue border collie. It's a puppy in the photo. It's taken with DSLR, so it's got a really short focal length. The eyes and the nose are like crisp, Pops, and yeah. then it's just nice and faded off, um, bokeh off to the uh, off to the background. Um, and this border collie s- 
stunningly steel blue eyes, like just, and it's the cutest little puppy in the world, and I just want to reach into the screen and scruff its neck. Scruff its neck? It, that, in a positive yes, way. scruff its neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Elise was setting up, and she's like, hey, I'm coming to join you guys now, and kind of made some, like, self-deprecating joke about, so now you'll have to put up with me. Yeah, ha, ha, yeah. And I say... No, no dramas at all. Look, to be honest, I'll really be looking forward to uh, being able to turn around and, and look into those. And then my brain, between the ne- between the end of that word and the beginning of the next word, this is all of the thought process in my brain. Hang on, you're about to say eyes. What color? You're about to say blue eyes. What color are her eyes? Holy fuck, her eyes are blue. It sounds like you're about to say that you want to stare into her all- eyes all day. You're married. She has a boyfriend. You're at work. This is a problem. And and it, that was all between me saying those and blue. <laughs> and it was just like this abort, two minutes abort, had, abort. Two minutes had transpired. <laughs> no, it was instant. It was instantaneous. It was like Inception. I was part of my brain was operating on one le- on one level while real time was was playing out in another level. And uh, have you ever looked into her eyes? That's the question. Uh, only in that moment. And then what did you see? They were blue. What and then I became very aware of the fact that suddenly I was staring into her eyes. I was like, <laughs> this is a problem as well. Um, and just had to came, had to confess. I was like, looking into those. Tell you what, that sentence was about to go horribly wrong, <laughs> but this is the deal. And I uh, was able to lay it out. Situation, very uncoolly handled. <laughs> Your specialty. Yeah. Uh, but the point it. is, no phone calls from HR. Well, yeah, that's the that's the very important thing. Yeah. Because when you see HR calling your desk phone, you go, oh, never good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this comes in from Herb Powell. Uh, he says, listening to you talk about classic video games and your review Unky of Lisa gets an A gave mm-hmm. him an idea for a question. You've spoken fondly about the 3D era of Simpsons games, Simpsons wrestling, not fondly, but <laughs> yeah, we have nostalgia for it. Also, that was 2D, but anyway. Yeah, hit and run and whatnot on PS2. Hit and run, definitely. Yeah, awesome. I, I was wondering if you have played many of the 2D era Simpsons games, and if so, what's your opinion on them? There were several BART-based platformers released mm-hmm. from 91 to 94. I certainly used to go to Time Zone specifically just to play the Simpsons arcade game. Yeah, arcade, the, yeah, the K- Konami? Konami? Uh, Konami. Konami, yeah, yeah. yeah. That um, was a classic, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, never got past level two. I was going to say, yeah, like it's one of those old school arcade games that designed to get money out of you by not making life easy. I I got it on my emulator with unlimited lives. I reckon I lost two hundred lives trying to pass it. It is impossible to pass. Just just entering your name. Yeah. Uh, He says his personal favorite, which is overlooked, um, is Night of the Living Treehouse of Horror, released for Game Boy Color in two thousand and one. Okay. Each level is based on a Treehouse of Horror segment with a great variety of gameplay styles. E.g., King Homer, based on the classic arcade game Rampage. Nice. Dial Z for zombies, similar to the SNES game Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and others based on segments like Bad Dream House and Nightmare Cafeteria, which are similar to the era of the Bart-based platform. I never knew about this game at all. No, no, I'd never heard of that. It sounds really good. It's another one for your emulator. Yeah, yeah. there were some fucking solid Game Boy Color games that yeah. came out back in the day. Really, really good stuff. I mean, just thank you both. Thank you both. Thank you both so much for all the years of great content. Your Aussie tones have made commuting into London all the more bearable over the last few years. Well, what do you reckon about that? Someone likes our fucking accents, yeah. eh? <laughs> How good. So one more qu- one more question or shall we just wrap this no, up? No, let's go with one more. Just one One, one more. One. Guy's distracted himself by reading a fantastic article that he wrote for... What is the it music. that you write for? The, the music. music. <laughs> Tony Lee 
This one says, hey, Midge and Danders. That's the... That's the uh, Danders? Yeah, hey, Midge. Hey, Midge and Danders. Midge and Danders. Holy hell, what a ride. I only discovered your podcast a little while back, and now I'm completely caught up and lost on what to do with my life. Get back to it. Have you <laughs> boys my in my answer. ears at work. Eight hours a day, five days a week has been a blast. So thank you very much and keep up the excellent work. Well, thank you for listening, Tony. Uh, my question to you guys is, which character on The Simpsons do you think has the best scream? Oh, uh, Ned. Whether it be fear or anger, I would say Lisa Simpson, two great examples, stand out for him or me, so it could be her, sorry, uh, when she calls Homer a baboon, mm-hmm. um, the emphasis on baboon yeah, yeah, yeah. is very is phenomenal, very raw and guttural in Lisa's substitute, and when she wakes up with a horse in her bed in Lisa's pony, yeah, Yardley does have a great scream. Yeah. Homer's, yeah, two very good Homer's short little, ah, is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, like when he sees something, that, like the, the fridge, not no beer in the fridge Like or that whatever. shock. Yeah. yeah, just like the instant Flanders shock. Flanders is the obvious one. But, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone else that has really screamed. Anyone that's really let go of it. Marge, when she screams, she really lets go. They all have pretty good screams. Mm. I do like Marge with the, uh, let me off, let me off, let me yeah, off, let me off. that is great, isn't but it? But yeah. it's, it's hard to... Um, it's more Le- than delivery. Lisa screaming baboon, baboon, baboon is up there with the best line readings in the entire history of the show for me. So I'm not going to top yeah, that. Not so much even Lisa. It's Homer's like Dan's, what are you saying? Baboon! <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the question, Tony. Thank you. Who's the other one? I can't remember. You're the one with the I was her- It was like Unky Herb, wasn't it? It was Unky Herb. Yes, yeah, thank pal. you for sending your questions to the mailbag. Got plenty of questions to get through over the next few weeks. Keep sending them in as well. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Next week, Mitch, we are going to be reviewing I'm with Cupid, which is the one where Apu falls in love with Manjula. Oh, yes. Her, well, not, not fall in love, but tries to win her back. By yeah, like the labours of love type thing. And we have, oh, ironically, we're talking about him at the start of the podcast. Elton John makes an appearance. Ah, yeah, right. Mm. Excellent. You don't, wait, have you seen this one? Yes, at some point. Yeah, because yeah, I remember this one was pretty popular. Yeah. Purely because of the Elton John, I think. Uh, something with a lot of roses. Does that happen? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Anyway, so that is next week. Thank you for listening to our review of Homer to the Max. Hope you enjoyed it. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? And that's the end of that podcast. Shh.